This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Hello, this is Tracy Childs, and you may know me from Veg Appeal and Plant Diego. Come to the Healing America Rally on March 10th at the Unity Center in the Miramar area, where we will discuss and share information about the advantages of adopting a whole food, plant-based diet, which is a great move for all of us, the planet, the animals, and our health. Dr. T. Colin Campbell, nutrition researcher and author of The China Study, along with his son, Nelson Campbell, founder of the Plant Pure Nation and Plant Pure Communities, will be on hand to discuss the urgency and the need to act now rather than waiting for our government, health care organizations, food and insurance companies to catch up with us. Text JOIN in all caps to 619-313-6657 now for updates. Join Plant Diego, San Diego's premier local support group working to help San Diegans adopt a vegan plant-based diet for any reason. Go to plantdiego.com and join our e-newsletter list to learn about San Diego's local action towards plant-based living. Again, text JOIN in all caps to 619-313-6657 now for updates. Thanks for listening and we'll see you there. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm joined with my friend, Jenna Davila, and she is the author and creator of LivePureJenna.co and her Instagram, LivePureJenna. Her food photography is absolutely stunning, and she pairs that with such beautiful spiritual writings that are just so inspiring as well. So whether you want healthy eating or just daily inspiration, I love her Instagram. She's also been one of my best friends for several years now, and I absolutely love her. We keep in touch all the time, and I'm so grateful to have her on the podcast today with me. Hi, Jenna. (laughs) Hi, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me. It's been uh, been trying to get on here, and I'm glad that it finally aligns together. Absolutely. All in the right time. So mm-hmm. I want the listeners to get to know you from the beginning of your life. So where were you born? So I was born in New Jersey around the Princeton area, and I actually grew up on a farm. We had eight acres of land. My dad, he's so funny, he used to, um, we used to have animals on our farm, but they were just literally for us to connect with and to play with, and uh, I was a part of like the 4-H club, and um, our land had, I guess we've had it for almost almost 30 years at this point, and we have like uh, apple trees, peach trees, pears, Concord grapes. Um, my dad also built uh, a bunch of barns and gre- a greenhouse. So we have like so much wild mint everywhere, fig trees. It's really such a magical, special place. And we have a pond and a creek that goes in there. It's just so beautiful. And I just feel 
so incredibly grateful to have been raised on such an open land space, um, just to be connected to nature. And I was one of those kids that were always in like the forest and just connecting to nature, even though I didn't really understand when I was younger, I didn't really know that I was connecting to nature. So it was always a part of us and a part of me growing up. And as I got older, I'm just so grateful to have those experiences. That sounds absolutely amazing. It almost reminds me that of that scene from Willy Wonka, like the old one where they go into that land and there's like candy everywhere, but it's like fruits and vegetables. I mean, it's like amazing. There's just, you know, you can pick fruit off of the trees in your backyard and what a beautiful experience growing up. So that definitely sounds like it shaped you. I mean, did you feel like you got involved in sort of like connecting to things in more of a spiritual sense from a younger age? Or is that something that kind of developed as you got older? Um, I just remember it's like around five years old. I, I remember telling myself, I feel really mature mm-hmm. at like five years old. I just felt <laughs> I just felt like my consciousness around me, but I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have anyone guiding me along, like knowing that I am this beautiful spirit of love. So I've had those moments throughout my life. I remember even like maybe third or fifth grade, the same thing. Like I'm getting older, but I just feel like so mature for my age. And it was me connecting to my spirit and not knowing what it was. Um, I was also raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school, kindergarten through 12th grade. Um, So I've always had some kind of um, faith in God. Mm -hmm. And I love Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that that Christ consciousness of um, helping others and being compassionate and um, forgiving. So I've had a great foundation. And also, I remember another time in, this is my freshman year, I love how, like, I can go back and, like, actually, like, find, like, these moments in my life that have shaped me. Um, I remember uh, freshman year in high school, I just, I was sitting at my desk, and I was writing, and I just felt the entire universe, like, going through in me. And I was like, whoa, that was pretty amazing. But at the same time, I I didn't have anyone guiding me or helping me to understand what I was actually feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really wasn't until I changed my diet where Mm -hmm. this huge like world opened up to me and has really helps me understand it a lot better. So it's just been such an incredible journey. And I'm just so grateful that I can see that I've been on this path and the plant-based diet just poof, widened my whole perspective of everything. Totally. We're going to get to the vegan part in a second, but I know you grew up playing soccer a lot and it was something that you were really, really accomplished in. So what was your experience like playing soccer throughout your life and how did that play a role in your life? So I've been playing soccer. I played soccer since I was uh, five years old, my dad was my coach <laughs> for my first league, which was so special. It was really, really nice to have him. He has been my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I played competitively since I was 12 and I played through college. Um, but my dad, when I was younger, he would literally, I was a forward. So I was really yeah. quick. And, um, so my dad, 
I would score the goals. My dad would literally run down the sideline with me <laughs> as I'm like going. He was just like so cute. And my whole family was just like so supportive. Um, but soccer has just been so incredible for so many reasons. It has taught me um, discipline. It has taught me. It's really interesting, especially I'm, I'm very athletic mm-hmm. and having like laser focus on Mm -hmm. like your target, which also helps you in life, like being very focused, um, teamwork, sisterhood, sisterhood was a big thing. I would do anything for my teammates. Um, we were just a huge family together and, um, having that bond sisterhood, it was definitely something that is a really good, um, value to have and teamwork. Like I said, it's just, so important to work together and um yeah just so many beautiful lessons through sports that you can learn absolutely well i know from personal experience that you know being a part of your sisterhood presently you know with the group of friends that we have is just such an incredible gift to have in my life you know we all go through ups and downs in our life and it's so nice to be able to have the strong like you know women with good foundations in their life and you know that they're taking care of themselves and they're there for you, you know, when you need a pep talk or just someone to share your day with, you know, I'm so grateful to have you as well as our other close friends, you know, in our circle of people that we keep in touch with and, um, you know, be there for each other when we're going through hard times and celebrate the good times and successes and breakthroughs. So it's definitely something so special. Me and Jenna actually met, for those of you who are curious, at the Woodstock Fruit Festival. I think it was back in 2014. And was that the the first year that you came to? Um, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, okay. it is 2014. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember meeting Jenna and we were just hanging out on the lawn and she had, you know, this beautiful long hair and like you know, super fun makeup. And like, I think you probably had some type of like, you know, little feathers or something in your hair. And you always wore um, the beautiful dot in between your eyebrows. What is that called again? Oh, the bindi. Yes. Yeah. And they were like beautiful, like little crystals and everything. And it was just like, I was like, who is this little, like beautiful little fairy woman? I want to meet her and be her friend. <laughs> like, is she so cute? Like, and, um, you know, just even getting to talk with you. And I think Laura Dawn at the time, um, you know, like it was, it was so nice to just talk with you guys. You had such beautiful energy right away. I remember hanging out with you and Yovana, who's also been on the podcast too. Um, you know, it was just such a wonderful experience even first meeting you. And I know a lot of our friends that we've had have um, come from that, you know, time just because you make such special memories and we made such special memories there. So um, that was how Jenna and I first met. And I'm so grateful that we did meet And veganism has been a pretty important part of both of our lives. So I want to give you an opportunity, Jenna, to talk about your experience with veganism and what really sparked your interest in it and how that process and that journey has evolved over time for you. 
Well, I had such a great time with you at Woodstock and every time that yes. we go. It's, <laughs> it's so important to connect with people who share the same interests as you and who are resonating at the same vibration as you. So you can just lift each other up and hold space with each other. Mm-hmm. And I just love you so much. So you're such a dear sister to me. Um, <clears throat> so let's see, veganism. So probably about seven or eight years ago at this, around this time, um, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, Mm -hmm. um, which is an autoimmune disease. And so I was thinking to myself, I need to do something about this. They wanted to give me pills and I looked up what they were was And I was like, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had doctors try to give me pills for my migraines before, and I've never taken them. I think the only thing I took was like Excedrin, like religiously. And so I was really wanted to have optimal health. And so I actually started going organic first. That's how I first started. Um, Everything had to be organic in my house. Uh, if my husband brought something home that wasn't organic, I would just toss it out. I was like, no, we're all only eating organic food. Mm-hmm. So that was great for a few years. And then I, um, I just really, really, really wanted optimal health. And I saw a picture of Mimi Kirk mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, she looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. She and... actually lives locally in the area in San Diego. I think she lives not too far, maybe about like half hour, 40 minutes from like where I live. Oh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. She's close by. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's, she's really killing it in the raw vegan end of things and yeah definitely she she was definitely like i saw a picture of her i'm like oh my gosh she looks amazing Mm -hmm. what is her diet and it was raw veganism and i uh then i found christina from fully raw christina and i saw how her eye i watched her video of how her eyes changed colors and i was like I want my eyes to change colors <laughs> and because she talked about how the cleaner you eat, the healthier your eyes become because your eyes are the windows to the soul and it's a reflection of what's going on within your body. So I have hazel eyes and I wanted my eyes to be green. So it's kind of like <laughs> a silly thing, but this is what led me here. So it all is perfectly aligned, but So I just was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going raw vegan. So I start transitioning and I've been vegan for five years, which has been awesome. Fully raw vegan for four years. And now I'm, I'm not as strict with my diet anymore, which Mm -hmm. has been also, also amazing. Um, just to allow myself to, to be more of a intuitive eater Mm -hmm. as opposed to very strict and, um, being I have to eat I have to eat fully raw so yeah. letting go of labels and eating a certain way has been definitely transformational as well for me yeah and I would love for you to speak a little bit more to that also because I think you know probably you experience this as well like when you start going into raw vegan diet and lifestyle it can be very cleansing very detoxing you're getting a lot of things out of your system and you're allowing you're lifting the stress from your body. You're taking less stress on from the foods that you're eating. You know, your body is less stressed. So allowing your body that time to just kind of like 
bathe in the nutrition internally and give your body a break from eating denser foods for a period of time, I'm sure had like a very profound effect on you. But, you know, I can also see from your perspective how when you get to a certain point, there are certain times where it's like it's okay to incorporate other things back in once your body is functioning at a higher state and more optimally. So what was your experience with that like? Mm, absolutely. I was very well put, Victoria. Um, <laughs> uh, it's completely true. My body was going through like detox. I was feeling so, like that. You get that high mm-hmm. um, when you're on that fully raw diet. And it definitely is, I think, an amazing, amazing diet. And everyone should be incorporating raw foods into their diet because it truly is one of these things that helps your body to heal Mm -hmm. and to really feel, fill your body with as much nourishment and love and light as possible because you're eating foods from the earth. So one of the things is, um, for like a plant-based diet, raw diet with fruits and vegetables in particular, um, not so much like grains and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, but let's just, focus on like the fruits and vegetables because this is rarely really where I'm passionate and truly believe this is that when plants are here like when they just first came like who knows how they evolved here but they were put here on this earth for all of human and animals to consume and each seed contains a code a DNA to turn it into what it's going to be so a seed that's going to turn a a mango tree uh, into a mango tree and produce mango fruit, there is a DNA code language to tell it to turn into that. And there, that is where you think of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And because a code, a DNA code is a language. Mm-hmm. And so something has to create that language. And that just proves to me how loved we are that a consciousness created this for us to Mm -hmm. consume. And it needs sacred water to grow. It needs light from the sun, which is a nutrient everybody needs for vitamin D and fresh air. And it's just so many beautiful things about it that why wouldn't you want to consume this and nourish your body with it and to give your body vitality and love and something that is really going to help your body heal, not only your bo- your mind, uh, not only your body, excuse me, but your mind and your spirit. Yes. So it's this whole interconnection of life, mm-hmm. basically, and the vibration of these plants that they give to your body. Um but yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of went on a little tangent. Oh no, but... <laughs> girl! Preach. Preach. But um, you're asking about transitioning a little bit. But you know, like I really feel like fresh fruits and vegetables are where we should really be having like at least like 85 percent of our food coming mm-hmm. from. And if you want to have, um, you know, and I also think some things are better steamed. Um, so like, obviously if you're having sweet potatoes, you want to make sure they're cooked. You don't really don't want to be having raw sweet potatoes. They won't digest properly. I also really love like winter squash, butternut squash. Um, I also think that 
consuming things like broccoli and cauliflower and having that steamed is way better on your digestion than eating it raw. So there are reasons why I stopped being quote unquote fully raw and started incorporating more like steamed vegetables. And I also think you can eat way more steamed broccoli and cauliflower than you can uh, raw. So it's about bringing more nutrients into your body. So that's probably one of the definitely one of the reasons why I started incorporating it was more of an intuitive thing mm-hmm. and also eating seasonally. Yeah. Uh, where I live in Virginia, I live right outside of Washington, D.C., um, where we have lots of squash and we don't have access to a lot of tropical fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more of eating what is coming from the earth where I live yeah. um, compared to say that I was living in Miami (laughs) or in San Diego, um, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to, um, eat from the earth and because whatever is growing there, exactly. The nutrients in that plant is, uh, helping you to not get sick or Mm -hmm. whatever is going on in your environment. So that was definitely another thing is eating intuitively, eating seasonally where you, where you're, where you live. Um, but I also really love getting like fruit from Miami fruit ships to me here and there where you're like, okay, I really need it because I really do love fruit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So also like eating lots of apples and oranges at this time of the year. Um, Obviously, bananas are a staple and dates around this time of the year. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for mangoes to come in. I just got a case literally this week of champagne mangoes. I know that's our favorite. (laughs) March is March Mango Madness coming up. Yes. (laughs) So excited. Yeah, the the ones that are the quality of the ones that I got, you know, were very good, even this early, like kind of, I mean, a little bit earlier than usual in the season, but really full, really like, you know, Mm. a lot of substance in them, not really stringy. So definitely Mm -hmm. really, really good quality. No, I totally relate to what you're saying in regards to people need to, you know, and especially being in a colder climate as well, sometimes your body might want things like, you know, potatoes or things that are just going to like stick to your ribs a little bit longer and stuff. And you also still are very active as an athlete and you love exercise. I know that's something that you're very passionate about. So having the amount of fuel that you need to exercise is so important. I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel really grateful to be eating 100% raw now, but I fully understand that like I have access to that in Southern California and have years of practice and knowing what I need to eat and things like that. And I mean, specialty produce is where I buy like all my produce. And I think I've been able to now, you know, specialty produce is just such an incredible resource because of their app and all of the different, um, you know, if you guys don't have specialty produce app, I mean, it'll show you things that are in your area where you live and it'll show you the range of produce that exists worldwide that, you know, you know, some of those things have opened me up to eating a lot of different things that I never tried before I was vegan. So I know like one of our favorite fruits, Jenna, that we enjoy when we're together up in New York and stuff sometimes 
you know, is like things like dragon fruit and durian, like eating those in a big party with people. Like, you know, those are things that I never had before I was vegan. I didn't even know they would existed. So being able to have like more information available about the wide range of produce, because sometimes people ask you that you're like, what do you eat? Like, how do you eat that way? And like, there's such there's so many things to choose from. There's such a wide variety. And, um, you know, if you seek it out, you can find it. Um, I know that in combination with, you know, shopping specialty, I love going to places like Asian markets to buy Asian fruit, like jackfruit and durian and dragon fruit and um, mangosteen, lychees, longans, things like that, that um, that are just like so fun to have every once in a while. So um, in regards to how it's affected you spiritually, I know you talked about this a little bit, like I fully relate to like kind of that consciousness you know, being in the food and when you put it in your body, like, you know, I really do agree with the fact that I think like fruits and vegetables are the ideal food for humans and they mimic what we need nutritionally and what our digestive system requires. They really are the optimal food for humans. And Mm -hmm. I know that I have just felt like thriving in regards to my health and so many health issues alleviated Mm -hmm. and stress alleviated from changing my diet and I think that's something that sometimes people don't always think about is you know we can eat for a lot of different reasons and sometimes what we're putting into our bodies actually causing us stress rather than if we just eliminate that factor there are obviously a lot of other coping mechanisms to dealing with stress and connecting with ourselves and like practicing like a healthy balance and stuff. But, you know, taking away that digestive stress can have a profound effect on your overall health and just eliminate some of the challenges that might be preventing people from taking the next step to reach higher levels of their health and other aspects of their life. So for you, I know, like, like I said, you really enjoy exercise. What are some of the things that you like to do now to take care of your health in the physical sense? So before we even get to the fitness part, I want to, um, what you were talking about yeah. is it's healing the body. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually had blood work done for the past several years and I have no signs of Hashimoto's in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, my thyroid levels are completely leveled out and normal, which I just totally have to give it to this lifestyle. It's yeah. completely changed my life. I don't get migraines the way I used to. I, I used to have terrible chronic migraines mm-hmm. and um, everything has really resolved. I used to have, when you were talking about digestion, mm-hmm. I used to have really bad constipation sometimes yeah. where I'd be like in pain, like physically yeah. like hurled over in pain yep. just because I was eating, you know, meat and dairy. Right. Um, even, even when I was just doing like organic, it was still yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm what you're putting in your body is meant to heal you. And we have to start looking as food as medicine for our body. And I'm just so, so, so very grateful for this lifestyle because Mm -hmm. I just feel amazing and just completely like one with my body now. Mm -hmm. Um, with the fitness part, I, do a lot of like kettlebells and I like doing free weights. I do a little bit of everything. I do cables. I'm, 
<laughs> when I'm in the gym, I'm kind of like a beast. <laughs> and that's another reason why I've kind of changed my diet mm-hmm. as well. I also incorporate lentils yeah. uh, into my diet just because I feel like I do need that extra protein in there. Yeah. Um, and some protein powder because I am, I do want to build muscle and I want my body to be balanced and strong. Um, but also I think it's really important that you're exercising your entire body because Mm -hmm. you can relieve so much pain, uh, in your body. One of the things I was having lower back pain for several years and working out has been such a life-changing experience, especially working on my core to relieve Mm -hmm. my back pain. And um, it's just so important to take care of your body physically as well as what you're putting into, into your body. So you can really maximize your potential and your total well-being together. Absolutely. Well, I know that many of your followers probably know you from your Instagram and your beautiful, beautiful food photos. I am just, they take my breath away sometimes when I look at them. I'm like, how can one possibly make it look so perfect? Like, it's absolutely incredible, Jenna. Like, I don't know how much time you put into these photos, but they look absolutely stunning. So what is sort of like your process behind like creating and... um you know, creating recipes and the food photos. We can start with the food photos and then we can get into the recipes. But how how does that all happen? Like how much time do you like put into this? <laughs> it really depends on what I'm making. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it can be like 10 minutes. Sometimes it can be a half hour, especially if I'm doing my mandalas. Uh-huh. Um But sometimes I actually have like a vision in my mind with what I have on hand. And sometimes I just go for it. (laughs) I just play around and see what it's kind of like an art process for me. Uh And it's very relaxing and um, just creating art and being able to express yourself is such a beautiful gift to give to not only yourself, but to share with others. So it's really um, just a self-expression and... um, especially I've been a photographer. I used to have my own photography business. I used to do engagement photos and baby pictures and family photos. So I'm very like particular of my awareness of the way things look and very attention to detail. So when I uh, complete something, I always have to like make sure it's like perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, even all the little baby like cookie cutters that you use for the little strawberries that go in the little parfait glasses. I mean, just the attention to detail is next level. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) And I mean, from that, obviously, there are recipes that go into that and, um, you know, different creations that you've made from that. But I mean, what are some of your favorite recipes that you've created recently? And what is your recipe process like? So one of my favorite recipes I've created recently would probably be um, my holiday salad made yes. a few ways. You can do kale boats. And I made can... this salad. You guys is amazing. It's super good. <laughs> or you can do it in avocado boats. And it's so good. It's just very fresh and nourishing. And that's basically what what my recipes are. They're very simple ingredients, Mm -hmm. but they just taste so flavorful and delicious and they're good for you. And it's 
I want ingredients and recipes to be simple. I don't think it should be very complicated. Um, I don't want people spending a ton of time making things. Although sometimes I make like some special things that, you know, might need a dehydrator or whatever. A couple special ingredients, but it's not like a (laughs) tablespoon of chaga and maca and lakuma. (laughs) You're like, what is this? (laughs) Yeah. I don't want people to have to go and buy like special things. Um, to do it. obviously you would need like a food processor or the basic ingredients if you're going to be doing my recipes yeah. but I want it to be super simple I want it to be easy I want it to be delicious and that's what I'd bring to the table when I share with people yeah. um another really good recipe that I just recently made I think are amazing and delicious I made these like raw donut kind of things so it's basically yeah. apples and you slice them and then you core it so it looks like a round disc, uh-huh. like a donut. And then I made a chocolate sauce that you put on top of it. And then you can decorate it any way you want with any kind of fruit or superfoods or whatever you want to do. And those are really, really good. A delicious treat to have. They're so um, stunning, too. We're looking at the picture <laughs> on the monitor in the studio right now. It is they're so beautiful. They look like who would even want donuts? Eat these instead. Come on. You guys got to go over to her Instagram and check it out. It's beautiful. yeah and you've been i know one thing that you've told me about too is this um you know the chocolate powder that you have been using for a variety of different recipes right so yes oh my gosh i love it i will never use another chocolate like cow or carob i used to like be really into carob when i first like went like raw i'm like no cacao like no stimulants or anything like that um so the chocolate superfood is called Detox Organics, mm-hmm. and you can actually save 15% off on my code of LivePureGena. It is so good. It uh, helps to alkaline. It has 25 different plants in it. It has over, so one scoop is 10 pounds of plants, mm-hmm. which is amazing and sometimes you can see it's like a chocolate powder um but you can see like the green in it too yeah um i actually just had some last night i was like it's really good for bloating so if you Mm -hmm. have any kind of bloat girl that is amazing for it um Mm -hmm. it has coconut water kelp spirulina cell wall cracked um corella so it has wheatgrass powder in it, barley grass powder, which you and I know is really big in the raw vegan community. Yeah. Um, alfalfa powder, Corella cracked cell wall, spirulina, coconut water complex, kelp, which is super important, turmeric, mm-hmm. acai berry, ginger, dandelion root, lemon balm leaf. It is just full of so many nutrients mm-hmm. that um, are just so good for you in it detoxifies and cleanses and gives you energy it helps with your digestion my cousin just got it and she was like oh my gosh like i love it i definitely noticed a difference in my bloating it's mm-hmm. so good but there's really if you're going to be using chocolate powder this is what you need to use because it has so many other vitamins and minerals in it and you're getting nourishment for your body so I definitely love that so much. I pretty much drink it almost every day or use it in some way almost every other day. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like as we get older, you know, obviously our body's going to change our production of certain things and our body is going to change a little bit. And if we can give ourselves and supplement with things like this that 
you know, combine a variety of nutrients and are really supportive to our immune system and our overall health and it tastes super yummy, then that's a huge benefit. So we'll leave a link in the description for you guys if you're interested in checking that out and um, getting a little discount from Jenna. So, yeah. So what, um, you know, going into sort of like really accepting because like we're talking about diet and, you know, I know Jason, your husband is, you know, he did not necessarily follow your journey with veganism to a T on a parallel, you know, um, you know, in a linear way, like that's been something that was very much your journey. And I know that sometimes people that are in relationships or looking for relationships, sometimes that can be something that can give them a little bit of, you know, anxiety and like, okay, am I really going to be able to share my lifestyle? Am I going to be able to change my lifestyle and continue like taking care of myself? Like finding an individual space of growth while also growing with another individual in a partnership. I think you've done that in such a beautiful way in your relationship. And I would love for you to share what that experience has been like for you. Oh, thank you, Victoria. Um, so it's really funny because when I first started transitioning into a raw vegan diet, it was mm, maybe six months after we got married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so like that was a huge shock for him because we were used to going to like the best restaurants in New York and DC yeah. area and, you know, traveling and eating all kinds of food. I used to eat like anything. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try everything no matter what it was. And, um, So this was like a huge shock for him. And at first, um, he really didn't understand it, but he was, and he wasn't as supportive as like most people, I guess, when they change to do something, but he came around and I'm just like, I love him so much. (laughs) And now he is so funny. He's so cute. Now he, (laughs) he like talks about drinking almond milk with his friends and like (laughs) telling them not to drink or eat dairy. So, I mean, it takes time. And for me, I'm, I've always been a very strong, uh, confident person. Mm -hmm. And I'm one of those people where I know something and I want something, I'll get it. And I don't care. I don't care what anyone else has to say, has to say about it. I'm one of those people where if someone tells me something to do, I'll do the opposite of it. If they tell me to, not to do something. I hear the soccer player coming out. You're, you're going to deflect. You're going to like, you're going to make the goal and nobody getting in your way. <laughs> right? Exactly. But he was so, he was supportive. Um, as soon as I started transitioning, I said to him, I don't want any animal products in the house. That was like my only rule. I don't want you cooking anything in the house. It's raw. Um, But he does like, he'll bring something in that's already cooked into the house. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, control what he eats. um, But I do want to control what is cooked into my house Mm -hmm. because it's just a respect thing. I don't want to smell it. And it's very unsanitary to be using the same cutting boards or the same, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, I, it's just a sanitary issue as well. Yeah. And, um, so she was very respectful in that. Um, but that was like, but he has made, I guess it's been, yeah, it's been actually five years this month, uh, a vegan 
being vegan and just seeing how Jason has been eating way more vegetarian, way more vegan, and he understands um, how important it is to to feed your body life and to feed your body things that basically heal and and Jason has made such big improvements, especially he just looks amazing. He gets so he gets complimented all the time by people that we like family members and friends We're like, Oh my gosh, you just look so good. Um, well, who doesn't want awesome. that? <laughs> I know. Right. But he just like has, he has improved his overall health greatly and I'm just so yeah. proud of him and I just love him so much. So <laughs> I'm so happy it's, for you guys. And I always love yeah. spending time with you guys whenever I see you and, um, you know, we've gone out to eat and stuff before when you came to San Diego, and it's just, you know, it's so fun to break bread with people, you know, in a metaphorical sense, and enjoy time, you know, sharing space with them, and, um, you know, eating is something that does, it does bring people together in relationships, whether it's friends, family, you know, intimate relationships, is something that is very personal to each person, and, you know, I think it's beautiful that you both have been able to find that balance and be able to support each other and love each other regardless of um, the diet, but also including that into your lifestyle and um, respect each other's decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that's so important. Yeah. I think it was more of me leading by example yeah. and him seeing how much happier I was yeah. and um, just the way that I have been able to express myself and just, I just think it's really rubbed off on him and to help him make better choices. It wasn't about him not making the right choice, but just him seeing how you can actually make better choices and gain all of this health in the process. Totally. Now I know we're talking about processes. I know you are very, very, um, creative, And you have a lot of different creative processes that you share your outlet. You know, we already talked about your photography, your recipe making. You've also made little coasters out of your artwork. And those are available if you guys want to purchase those on her website, too. Like, those are beautiful. I mean, any decent person knows that you need some coasters in your home, right? You don't want to be messing (laughs) up your surfaces. So go check them out. They're beautiful. Um, you know, but another part of your creative process is your blog writing and your writing for your, you know, posts that you do on Instagram. I always love reading your stuff and it always, it's almost like a devotional. Like whenever I read it, it's like, oh, like I get a little bit of inspiration for whatever is going on in my life. And it just adds a little bit of light to my day and more love to my day. And I love it. So what has that process been like for you? And how did that come to be something that you wanted to start? So I've always, I've, it's really funny because I used to have a blog, like an Exanga blog. Like this is like back. Oh, that's back this in is, the day. This is like back in the day, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so I always loved writing. I always loved writing. Um, so it kind of just all came into fruition when I started my Instagram and just mm-hmm. expressing myself and trying to be of service in any way that I can for my own journey. And, um, just, I just want everyone to feel amazing. I just want everyone to connect with themselves, to see 
that they are full of unlimited potential and that they are made of love and they have so much to give on this planet and that they are worthy and deserving of love. And so it's really, um, it's really, I really want people to understand that they can do anything, that they can be anyone, that they can feel that love. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, it starts with themselves, loving yourself, having that self-love, being able to accept yourself, being able to accept things that have happened in your life and, um, you know, and just finding peace with that Mm -hmm. and to find an understanding in all of the lessons that they have um, been given and offered uh, in this life. So it's more so of me wanting to help others to live their happiest, most um, authentic self. Mm -hmm. So is there a time in your life where you went through a particular adversity where you got to experience your own resilience that really stands out to you that might inspire some of the listeners? Oh, absolutely. Um, in high school, I was in a relationship with someone who I loved so much. Mm-hmm. Obviously when you're in a relationship with someone, you're, you know, you give like your heart to them. And, um, this person, which I don't now that like, I can see everything mm-hmm. <clears throat> from the perspective of where I am, you can't fault anyone for behaving or doing a certain way because that's how they were raised or that's just where their level of consciousness was at that time. Right. And, uh, it was a relationship with this person who was, um, very controlling and narcissistic and manipulative. And so it really messed me up, um, because it was me trying to be authentically me and this person wanting to dim my light. Mm -hmm. And so it was a real power struggle for me. And, um, But seeing that relationship and then moving on to the next one that I was a few years later, I just kind of gave all of my power away and bent over backwards for this person. And then the relationship after that, I kind of had like so much power where I could do anything. And like, I just had so much freedom where I didn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. Um, So all of these things that I've went through after that last relationship before my husband I was like, I just need to focus on me. I don't want to be in a relationship. I just need to focus on me and what I want in my life. And I just need to let go of control. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things in relationships where people try to control the other person. Yeah. um, Or people. And I think that control comes from a sense of fear. Yes. That they fear something is going to happen with the other person. Um, But we have to realize that each person has free will Mm -hmm. and they have the right to do whatever they want. And if it doesn't resonate with you or it doesn't feel right to you, then you have a choice to stay with that person or to not stay with that person. Mm -hmm. You are, you have that choice. And, um, so after those three relationships, I I proclaimed to the universe, Mm I'm going to let go of control and I'm going to call in the next person that I'm calling in. I want to be in love with. And, uh, that's where my husband, I, that's where my husband came along with at that time. I was like, I just want to be like, I don't want a relationship. I just really want to focus on myself. But he was so persistent. (laughs) (laughs) And, (laughs) And he is just so amazing in the love of my life. I just, Mm. he's my perfect yin to the yang, but I 
feel like I had to go through yeah. all of those relationships to know exactly what I wanted and to be, to really step into my own power. So when I'm in this relationship with my husband, that I know that I'm in control of my own happiness. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people think uh, maybe the other person is responsible for their happiness or I'm unhappy because you did this Mm or blah, 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 blah. And it's not, that's not really how it works. You need to be responsible for your happiness and to know how to work with the other person, how to accept the other person, how to understand where they're coming from, and to just laugh, (laughs) really, and just to to keep things light and to keep things moving. Like, even if something happens with Jason and I, it's over in a second because we just laugh. We're just like, and I'm at this point in my life where I just let him do his thing and I'm like, okay, whatever, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> you know, and it's, it's just a way to stay in your own peace yeah. and to be just connected to who you are. Cause when you are so confident and you know who you are and you love yourself for who you are, uh, no matter what is going on in your external world, you can have that inner peace within you and to stay composed and stay calm and um, to really listen to your inter- inner guidance totally. and to help you move things along. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think even just, I love, I love that you shared that and I totally so honor your journey and your growth process. Cause I think that's something that so many women go through and so many people go through when they go into relationships for the first time, you know, there can be kind of, you know, finding that balance is difficult. And I think also speaking to control, I think Mm -hmm. the more we let go of control, the more empowered we can feel because I think the more you try to control things, the more out of control you're going to feel most of the time. But I think what we can do is practice having influence over our emotions and having influence over different certain situations that we can, um, can, you know, experience in our life and, you know, our external environment might not always be perfect all the time, but we can exercise influence on our internal environment and think about things differently, challenge different thoughts and say, you know, maybe I feel like getting aggressive towards this person or for doing this or that, but how can I reframe that and communicate what I need to say in a different way or see it in a different way because things are so multifaceted, right? Like it's not just one way or the other. There's always ways we can see from a different perspective. And obviously I feel like when boundaries need to be drawn, then that's an appropriate thing to do. And we have every right to trust our intuition in doing that um, as we grow and evolve into who we are each day. And, um, And just enjoy that process. But I think being able to love somebody unconditionally as both of you have experienced and finally get to a place where that's something that you experience now after going through the journey that you have to get there is so beautiful. And I'm so grateful that you have that in your life. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. And I'm so... um, (laughs) So happy that you share from that place and it's so pure and so authentic to you 
I know that's one of the things that I really, really respect about you is that you really give and you support the people that are around you and you want to see them do their best as well. And that's, I feel like the energy that you share and it just uplifts everything that you come into contact with. And it definitely is something that I find very special in having you as a friend in my life because it just, you can't ask for a better friend. So thank you. I love you, Jenna. And um, just thank you for being who you are. I love you so much. And thank you for always, uh, you know, being such a beautiful friend to me as well and for allowing me to hold space for you. Um, I feel like that's one of the things that throughout my entire life is um, holding space for other people and to allow people to really um, express themselves fully without being judged and um, just to help that person and to help them see their own light and to know that they have the power to live their own passion and to be fully who they are and loved completely. Well, that's, I feel like the energy that you share and I, I totally resonate with that. If you guys want to check out Jenna's website, go to livepurejenna.co. And again, her Instagram is livepurejenna. There's links to her eBooks. She's amazing recipe eBooks. She has so many different resources that you can be inspired by and no shortage of stunning photography. So you guys should definitely go check that out. Jenna, thank you so much for joining me today. Is there anything else you want to leave the listeners with in regards to just an inspiring message to lift them up when maybe they're having a weak moment? Well, thank you so much for having me, Victoria. (laughs) And um, one of the things I want to leave with people is to know that you have the power to reclaim yourself, that you have the power to really bring healing and to be responsible for your life. And whenever you need a moment to find that um, heart-centered love, all you need to do is just Put your hand on your heart, take a deep breath in and connect to your breath and know that you are loved. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.